0: Jesus Christ. Uh, how many believe that all praises should go to Him? Amen. As we turn to Exodus chapter twenty-five from verse seventeen. 70. 70. Found you can just say Amen. Amen. It written this man. And thou shall make a messy seat of pure gold, two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. We are Gwenza Isitalosomusa Nico Lide Eliton Gigle, Obute Baso, Bube Ising Galo Isn Beli, Nenaene, Bobanzi Baso, Bobalo, Nenae. And thou shall make two cherubims of gold, of beaten work shalt thou make them in the two ends of the message seat. And make one cherubim, cherub of the one end and the other cherub on the other end, even of the message seat, shall ye make the cherubim on the two ends thereof. Uland Elena Ekeropi, Erukuneni, Ganapa, Neline Ekeropu, Eukuni, Ganapa, Nenze Amakeropu, Eguneni, Mazumbili, Abe, Kanye Neslalo Somusa. Amen. And the cherubims shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the messy seat with their wings and their faces shall look one to another. Towards the messy seat shall the faces of the cherubims be. And thou shalt put the messy seat above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the message seat, from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony of all things which, which I will give thee, in commandment unto the children of Israel. as we pray, Dear God, this morning we will approach your throne of mercy. We have sung songs of Zion unto you, amen. inviting your presence amen. to come into this place. And, Lord, we are here to commit ourselves to you and say, as you have always spoken to us, let this day be not an exception, dear God. Amen. We commit every man and woman in the building to you for your glory. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. As you take your seats. <clears throat> amen. Now, just for a few minutes, I want to speak on the condescending of the Messy Seat. Are we still together? The condescending of the Messy Seat. Uh, You know that uh, there is just a, a fine line between the mercy seat and the judgment seat. The presence of, of the blood makes it the mercy seat. The absence of the blood makes it the judgment seat. Amen. Amen. But this morning we want to speak about the condescending of the the Messy seat. Now, the Messy seat, uh, maybe if I could just, if you can just swap things around there to my computer. Amen. Amen. Now, the Messy seat was the lid or cover of solid gold of the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, which was made of solid gold. Which was made of pure gold. And And uh, and why was there an emphasis on how what what made it? We know that gold represents the deity. Amen. That's what I was looking for here. We know that when Israel journeyed in the wilderness, God spoke to Moses to build a tabernacle for him. But what he built here, it was based on what he saw in heaven. So that means the the, the pattern of the earthly tabernacle, it was uh, patterned after the heavenly tabernacle. He saw then he made it here on earth. Now, when you look at the tabernacle, we know all the the, 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 the things that made the tabernacle. Uh, without, without this small room, The tabernacle was just an ordinary tent in the the wilderness. What made it to be distinctive was this little room because this little room it or give assurance to the Israelites that God was amongst them are we together believers and when you look at the functions of the Messiasit it was where God met with his people it was where God instructed his people it was where God appeared to his people to grant them mercy so this was a, a very important room I'm not going to go into I mean, the others you know them very well uh, that when the high priest came he had to come through the Eastern gate. There is always one way to get into the tabernacle. You can't come from the north or the south. It has to come through the east. That's why even this morning there is no other gate except Jesus Christ. We, we all Christ go through that gate. I remember some years, uh, I think it was Larry King, yeah, asked Bill yeah, Graham, and say, is Jesus Christ the only way to heaven? You should hear how... Uh, uh, Billy Graham was mumbling. He he was not clear because he wanted to be politically correct. And later the same Larry King asked Joel Austin and said, is Jesus Christ the only way to heaven? You should have seen Joel Austin as well mumbling. But this morning we are not mumbling. Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. Uh, I, I hope we are together here. You can't. You can't talk. We are not going because we are not here to be politically correct. Uh, and then, uh, and we believe that there is only one true God. Hallelujah! And the same God descended into the tabernacle called Jesus. And this morning we affirm him to be the only true God. Do you believe that, believers? Uh, Christian, it is the only religion that is genuine. I'm not going to be politically correct about that because all the founders of other religions. I can show you their tombstones. But this one does not have a tombstone. There is an empty tomb. that's why we can declare him to be the only God that is truthful. And that must be your worship by the humankind. Now there was only one way to get into the tabernacle. And we know as you get into the tabernacle, then you find the the the, the altar, the oh, brazen altar, well, the altar the bronze, the bronze. and then you found the lava there. The Those were the outside, the outside uh, uh, finishes. But I want to put it this way, and you'll understand. Uh, people are, as much as people are coming into the message, people are leaving the message. It will be the reality until we go home. Have you heard me? They will come in and they will go out. Uh, That's the nature of it. But I I like when, I think it was this pastor when he was here. When he said when when people come in into the body ministry, they don't add a number. And when they leave, they don't deduct the number. Because if God has got a number, you can never add and can never deduct from it. Hallelujah. So let me put it this way. Why will the people leave? And why will others remain? Maybe I will be direct. Uh, It's going to be tougher. Hallelujah. Before we really leave, it's going to be tougher. There's going to be a staring. Hallelujah. But only those that will endure until the end shall remain standing. There will be doctrines. There will be divisions. There will be an attack on the prophet. It is is going to be a reality daily. But uh, you've got to remember who called you. Because he who calls you will sustain you. Why why, the people that have been, some they, they claim to have been in the message for 40 years and I've realized that you can be in the message for 40 years without the message being in you for a day. I would rather have somebody that has been in the message for a day or, or uh, that has been in the, in, in the message for a day and the message being in them for a day as well. Do we do you agree that there is a difference between being in the message and the message being in you? This morning I'm going to ask you directly, are you in the message? Or is the message in you? If you are in the message, you you shall leave the message. But when the message is in you, you damaged the property. Uh, Amen. Don't worry about it. If the message is in you, I'm not angry. They say, "Hey, angry. He's even breaking things." <laughs> it was just hanging here. I say, if 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 the message is in you, I can tell you, you shall never leave the message because you have become the message. And you can never. Leave leave what you have become. If you are a man, you can't live being a man. You can pretend to be a woman, but you will never believe being a man. Hallelujah. Even if the government can grant you the rights that you are a woman, the beard will still come out. The law will never stop the beard from coming out. Because that's what you are then that's what you express it so in the end time if the message is in you then you become the message You have become the message. There is no law. That can prevent you from expressing the message. And that's why this morning I've got full confidence. That there are people that are infallible. It sounds like an irresponsible statement. But that is the truth. There are people that are infallible. The winds will come but they will remain steadfast. Because they know who called to them. <laughs> this message to them is not a theory. <laughs> it gave them life. <laughs> the life of Jesus Christ. <laughs> is translating through them. <laughs> Are you one of those people? <laughs> <If> <laughs> the message is a literature. A <laughs> literature must be analyzed. <laughs> but if the message is life. <laughs> then life must be lived. So this morning I've got no literature, but we've got life. We hope Amen. we are together here. Amen. Now, when when you here is one thing. You can receive the right message at the wrong location. Do you hear me? A right message in a wrong location won't get you anywhere. It must be the right location and be the right message, then you are guaranteed. I will repeat that. If you receive the right message at the wrong location, it's a matter of time you will just be like the one that never received the message. What do I mean in that manner? If, how many believe that this message is a heavenly manna? Now, if you ate manna here, or even outside here, a, Within 24 hours, it went stale. <inaudible> that means you can eat it in the morning. <inaudible> and while licking your, your lips, your, your, your fingers if you are a licker. <inaudible> then, but tomorrow when you try to eat, <inaudible> then it becomes bitter. <inaudible> you don't enjoy it. It is still the same manner, but it changed because of the location. Are we together? Yeah. Even if you come inside here, and you eat man, within 24 hours, it went straight. Even if you came inside here and ate manna, it went stale. But the manna in this little room, you can eat it daily, it is fresh daily. You can have a spoken word here. Enjoy it for a few years. And after a few years, you realize that. Mm, the, the problem is not the spoken word. Spoken it is the location where you received it. You can you can Amen. even come and read the spoken word. Year. After four years. Ten years. years it, it doesn't show. connect with you anymore. I said, nah, with the problem also. is not the spoken, in way. spoken way. You can eat it even here. After some couple of years, Ingen. it will be something else. Ingen. And in this building, Ingen. there are men and women Ingen. that have been eating this message Ingen. over many, many years. Ingen. They are still reading the same spoken Ingen. way. <laughs> They, they've, they've 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 highlighted the spoken words. Oh, I don't know whether we're together. They've highlighted it in red color. They come five years later. They even highlight with a different color. And they say it's still the same spoken word. What is happening? It is the man in this little room. It renews itself. That's why I can tell you, my brother. This Spoken words to us. They They still have the same impact. The same as when we received them. When you read, Christ is the mystery of God revealed. You you read it this month. You read it next month. You read it next year. You read it after years. Oh God! But this book it seems like new. It's because you are taking it from the right location. And there's beginning to be a separation between the people that received the message outside the air and the those that received the outside the air. Things have gone dire there. There's ism sound. There's fanaticism. Because why? At some point in time, hallelujah. Because when you eat in stale food, um, uh, if you don't enjoy them, um, you end up saying, "Hey, only if I can put archer um, to hide that it's stale food." <laughs> if you eat the message at the wrong place um, and, and it, it goes stale, um, you must look for new doctrine but, to inject. But, but the, the bride, bride will never participate. Um, the bride is shut in with the presence of the Shekinah glory. This morning, where are you? Same question that God asked Adam. Where art thou? It was not a geographic location. But it was his position in the Lord. will come on to that. I want to get into this little room. The messy seat. It's a shallow so Amen. That was made of gold. Let's come to this thing of the Messy Seeds. Now God's messy seat, the prophet says it moved three times. First, it moved from heaven to the messy seat of the Ark of the Covenant, which which God instructed Moses to make in the wilderness. It was around this finisher where the high priest met with God. Now the same messy seat that was in heaven and it was now tabernacled here on earth, it moved because it's a moving messy seat. And it moved to the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ which was the fullness of God in one man. And now it moved from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now it is in the hearts of believers. I will read this quotation. And I will ask a question. In your heart, is it a message seat or a judgment seat? Are you carrying a judgment seat or a message seat? In message Revelation chapter 4, uh, paragraph 230, two, it says, Where is John standing? At the court. Let's just read it a little bit further here. And it says, Out of the throne proceeded lightning, thunders, voices, and there were seven lamps of fire. Bending before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God, Ref- reflecting the light of God. Hallelujah. When it says seven spirits, Brother Brandon say it was seven it's the same spirit mm-hmm. Expressing itself seven times throughout the seven churches. And if you remember how the priest would light the candlestick, he never picked, picked up, up one candlestick and lit others. He will pick up one and lit the next one and put that one back and take the second one. To show that it is the same gospel traveling throughout the seven church ages. That's why, when the last candle was lit, then the prophet messenger says, I preach exactly the same message that Paul preached. To show that it is the same gospel going throughout the seven church ages. And today we can say, any other gospel that does not. Not tailor with this uh, 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 format. Paul says we need to reject it. Are we together? Now reflecting the light of God into the church right straight from the throne of God. Not through a seminary not through some bishop but from the throne of God by a revelation of the power of his resurrection making him the same yesterday and forever. The, the seventh. stars Marketazes. standing there reflecting that light which light? The light of the Shakayna glory. From where? From the holiest of all. Setting seven lamps of fire. Setting on top of those candlesticks. Reflecting his light. His colors of his power of his resurrection. Right into the church. Now it says, that before the throne was a sea of glass like unto a crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. uh, He he goes ahead and begins to give this beast. The same thing Ezekiel So Which which are the gods? One like a man. One like a lion. One like a flying eagle. What was that when we bring them in and show that uh, that lion of the tribe of Judah and all those different different, uh, ones out of the tribe They were all guarding this Messy Seat. We know that the Messy seed, it has the four living creatures around it. That that was protecting the Messy Seed. Wherever you see the Messy Seed, you must know that it goes with the God. You must know that the Messy seat is guarded. If it was guarded in heaven, then it was guarded here on earth, it was guarded in Jesus, then it is guarded in you. Wherever you see the message, you must know that there is an entourage around you. He continues in this message, paragraph 233. Paragraph two, three, three says now, that was God's throne in heaven. Moses patented it on earth. It was God's throne because his judgment seat was represented here on earth. In the Holy of Holies here, it was represented there. And all Israel came to that one place place to find mercy. Because God God only met under the shed blood. And I want to say it is dangerous to meet God at any other place except under the shed blood. Then the shakana glory raised from that mercy seat one day. And it settled on another tabernacle. <inaudible> so it moved from this tabernacle. <inaudible> and it came to this tabernacle <inaudible> here. But it was still the same message. <inaudible> <here. inaudible> and it settled on another tabernacle. <inaudible> and this one, <inaudible> the father judges no man here. <inaudible> but he's committed all judgment to the son. <inaudible> Even here, <inaudible> the father judges no one. He has committed all judgment unto the Son. But now, this very same tabernacle, Man, they know, miss it, it moves from this one, it goes to these ones that are here. When you spoke against it here, it was not a problem It could still be forgiven. If you spoke about it against it here, it was not a problem you could be forgiven. But when it came to the third one, which is the heart of men and women, that constitutes the bride of Jesus Christ, then you know you can never be forgiven. I hope that's what the prophet said. You can speak against the son of man. I will forgive you. But someday, the Holy Spirit will come to do well, in the hearts of the people, one way against it will never be forgiven. And now you feel pity for the people that are rising against message believers. They just don't know what they are up against. It, it was fine there at the back. You could call him Belizebub, but in the end time, when he's in the heart of the believer, one way against him you shall never be forgiven. That's why in the end time, before you express an opinion about God's people, find out what he says about them. Because now you are trading on a very dangerous uh, ground. Are we still together here. Paragraph 235, the same message. It keeps getting more severe this message (laughs) is when it was here on the day of atonement the high priest would come in and he would sprinkle the blood towards the east seven times and the reason it was seven times it was showing the seven church ages that they are covered in the blood now when he came here there had to be a way that he approached God and if there was no blood here, then it became a judgment seat. But if, if there was blood here, God would come down and speak to the high priest and the sins of the people outside would be forgiven based on the encounter here. So it was expressing mercy It was for the forgiveness of sins. Now when it moved from here then it went into the Lord Jesus' Christ. that it did exactly the same thing they brought a young a woman and they say she committed adultery I don't know what happened to the man they just brought the woman alone and when they brought the woman there, they expected him to execute judgment but they did not know that the mercy seat now is in the body of flesh when they were expecting judgment there is a woman I forgive you and they asked themselves who is this that can even forgive sins they they did not see that that messy seed that was in heaven that was in the tabernacle now it was in Jesus when he met the Samaritan woman with the track record but it never shook him because he was still the messy scene. He was forgiving sin. He was restoring the lost. And that messy Brother Branham says, on the day of Pentecost, that messy came again. Then it went into the hearts of the believers. And what happened then? One day the Enoch, the Enoch, the he was reading the bible without an understanding but when he was looking for heaven for an answer God said to him the messy seat is now in the heart of Philip and when that messy seat went into the inner it brought an understanding and there was a time where Saul when he was still Saul persecuted. Believers, you're going to look for them on his way to Damascus.
1: Damascus.
0: Then he met him. Then he was struck blind. But again, God said to him, There is another man who is a messy seed in your area. His name is Cornelius.
1: He will come and give you an answer.
0: I want to say this messy seed. To the right place, um, they will reconcile the sinner, then forgive sins as well. I remember there was a time when a man that was lame he he was amba. put by the gate called Beautiful. But while he was there, the two messages came, which were the two disciples. When they saw him, he was looking for silver and gold, and they told him that silver and gold we have none not such as we have because now the mercy seat was in them they said stand up and walk and he stood up and walk and where is the mercy seat in the end time the mercy seat is in the hearts of the believers I remember brother Brennan he was in a restaurant and as he was in that restaurant he looked around he saw boys and girls playing there as they were playing gambling he turned around he saw an old woman with shot dead in his heart he said oh God only if I can destroy only if you can destroy this place does Becky and Sarah have to be raised here but God opened up Then he saw his sins he saw the blood of Jesus as a bumper. And from that time, he realized, I'm not containing the judgment seat. I'm, I'm containing the mercy seat. And went to the lady and said, I'm the minister of the gospel. And began to declare Jesus Christ unto her. Then he fell down in a restaurant and went to Christ. Why the mercy seat was in that prophet? One day, it was in a church service. A young boy and a young girl they were busy kissing there. And Brother Bram tried to stop them. And they kept on going. Then a boy spoke to him. And they just say, Wait. If you say, Wait, they will die in a few minutes. But because the mercy seat was in the heart of the prophet, he said, I forgive you. What manner of man was that? To forgive sins is because the mercy sins was was now in his heart. This morning that mercy sin. is in the hearts of the believers. I'm walking around not with the judgment sins but with the mercy sins. And when we find a sinner we are able to reconcile. You here this morning? They have been Hope we are together. Amen. Now it says in this message, paragraph two thirty-five. Re- Revelation chapter four. Chapter four. Uh, paragraph yes. It keeps getting more severe and more severe all the time. The judgment. Because God's continually wearing his patience out. Trying to get sinners to come to him to be reconciled. First, he was in the heavens above, shining in the stars. Then, the second, he was here on earth, shining through the Shekinah glory. Next, he came and was made flesh dwelt among us still wearing his patience now then he redeemed men by his blood came into his church in the form of the Holy Ghost speak against that it's finished speak against the bride it's finished. And sometimes as a human being, you can't, you can't say somebody has crossed between the line of and judgment. It's not for you to say. It's for God to say. But when you see a man going on on video tubes, Or YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. and try to paint the prophet as a homosexual. You really realize the man has really traveled far down the road. And for them, they think it's comedy. But they don't know there's coming a day where the soul has got to leave the body and roll into eternity. God forbid what they would end up, where they would end up. Hallelujah! Brother Branham was a, a God's vindicated prophet. He loved Jesus Christ. He pointed people to Jesus Christ. He's not a subject of comedy. And the people that would want to make him a subject of comedy, I don't know, but they are bordering on that line. Hallelujah. You remember that young woman that came to church and when she came to church and Brother Branham took off his jacket and went down to her and said, just cover yourself. And she stood up, walked out and said, I will not even allow my cow I will not allow my cow to accept that gospel. A few days down the line, she was screaming at the top of her voice in the hospital. And when, when Brother Branham got there, then the medical personnel said, then the medical team, they, they said she was screaming your name. And Brother Brenham says, that's what you get when you don't respect what God has sent. This message was sent by God. And I'm saying to certain people, let's allow things to run their course. If you say it's wrong, let it run for its course. Because ultimately, there is coming a time where things will have to be tested they've got to be presented at the day of judgment but as this minister of the gospel as a minister of the gospel this message will stand for itself we together amen now it says the first throne was in heaven the judgment said the second throne was in Christ. The third throne is in a man. Now, let's put it in this way. He says in this message, in this scripture, uh, if we can, I'll just read it from here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll just read it from here. We'll move on. Okay, we'll move on and come back to it. Okay, no problem. We'll come back to that one. Amen. I'm, I'm still in in this one. Now. Bear with me here. Okay. Uh, we are still in the same message uh, chapter 4, Revelation chapter 4. Uh, paragraph 32, 3 to 8. Paragraph 3 to 8. He says, Now we are living in another age. He says, I love this age. How many love this age? Uh, people when they look at this age it is a horrible age. But the prophet say if I could have chosen I would still choose to live in this age. Yes the time of Moses was great when he opened the Red Sea when the, the sun was stopped during the time of Joshua when the Hebrew children could not bend, when Jesus multiplied bread and fish. But the prophecy, I would have still went past to those days and I, I would have, have chosen God. this day. In because brother said this is the golden age. Uh, it says this age God. it's a horrible age for an unbeliever. God. But it is a glorious age for a believer. In, in, in this age it depends who you are. Well, well I others are grouping, grouping in the in the darkness of Egypt or searching in, the, in searching in the darkness of Egypt. Some are enjoying the Shakayna glory in Goshen. That is how paradoxical this age is. And I'm glad to be living in this age. Brother, brother, said, I love this age. God has a message today God has a message today to be guarded. He say you believe that? Where is the message found? In the heart of man. Where did it come? When did it come in the heart of man? At the day of Pentecost. When the Holy Ghost, which is God, came into the human heart. He, he said, let's mark this down here. And get ready to draw it out. Pentecost. This is the message seed. The Holy Ghost. I will tell you what. Make it appropriate. Let's put it in here as a dove. Which means the bed. Guarding the mercy seed. Now God has got God for the mercy seed today. Brother Brennan says in the beginning the four living creatures they guarded the mercy seed. Now you say in the New Testament, the New Testament in the then English. you've got Mark. Matthew, Mateo, Luke and John, Luke, not your they are guarding the messy seat. And in the end time, the messy seat is guarded again. And if the messy seat is in you, that is wherever you go, you are not going alone. There are guards around you. Before the devil can access you, he must access the guards around you. The believers, the most protected business in the end time. And let me tell you, you can have confidence there will not be any security breach. The way you are guarded, there is not even a dimension or a demonic channel that can access a believer because the message, it must be guarded. There is a lot that the devil would have wanted to do unto you but he never succeeded because every time he comes the guards around you protecting the messy seed. today a believer wherever he goes there are angels around that believer and the devil will never penetrate that and today I can face the devil and say devil you will never do anything because why I am protected where I am Do you believe that you are protected? Do you believe that there are gods around you? Do you believe that God takes interest in you? Wherever you go, you are not alone. The Heaven is around you. That's
2: why Brother Branham
0: said God will bankrupt the heavens. And I say in the end time, he has bankrupt the heavens because he himself descended to God into the heart of the believer. And wherever he goes, there are tarabims and seraphims. He is protected wherever he goes. And when God is in your heart, wherever you go, you are protected. That's why, Brother Mzizi, the Brother Brennan says, now the deity is no longer in heaven, but it's now in the hearts of men and women. In the end, the message it's, a it's not in heaven, but it is in my heart. Is I um, want to personalize it. It is in my heart. You can say, it's in my heart. That, in my heart. that means wherever you go, there is an interest. Then why as a believer should you be afraid? Witches can never be. Penetrate that wall, you are protected. Amen. Amen. And whatever the message did, how it did, when it was in other, like the disciples, it must do exactly like that when it is in you. Hallelujah. That's how it is. Now, how did it move from age to age as well? Brother Branham says in the message, the first seal, the first seal paragraph, 126, paragraph 126, he says, He came and just take the sequence of events. He came in the first church age, which was the Ephesians age, revealed and sent to the messenger who was Paul. Notice what happened as we go along. Here is the plan of it. The first thing happens, there is an announcement in heaven, an announcement in heavens first. What happened? A seal is opened. What is that? A mystery is unfolded. And when a mystery unfolds, then a trumpet sounds. Why does it sound? Is it declares war or a plague falls. A plague falls. A church age opens. What is the war part? the angel of the church catches the mystery of God not fully revealed. But when he does, he catches the mystery of God. Then he goes forth to the people after the mystery has been given out to him. Goes forth to the people. What does he do out there? He begins to proclaim that message. What does it start? It starts a spiritual War. That's how it happened. He, he takes his messenger with the elect of that age, lays them away asleep, then he drops a plague upon them who rejected it, which is a temporary judgment. Then, then, then after that is over, then, then he moves on to another age. Then, then the previous age, then they denominate and, and bring in denominations and start off with that men's work like of Wesley and the rest of them and because we are about to go you are beginning to see denominationalism creeping in it, it follows the same pattern when the bride goes the people will try to turn this message into denominationalism hallelujah Because the denomination it's a memory of God. What God has done while rejecting what he's doing now. Because the people can appreciate Moses while rejecting Jesus. They can reject Paul while accepting Jesus. In the end time they can speak about Paul and reject brother Brennan. A human being will always appreciate what happened and what is going to happen and reject what is happening now. Hope we are together. Then it says, Then another messenger arrives on the church age. Then, when he arrives, he follows the same pattern. A trumpet sounds. He declares war. Then, what happens? He's finally caught away. Then, when he's laid away, the plague falls and destroys them. Spiritual death hits the church. She's gone, that group with the prophet, but this other one, the spiritual death strikes it. Then he goes on to another one. See, it's a great plan until it comes to the last angel. How many believe that brother, brother was the last angel? Now it comes to the last angel. Once the elect of each age have been called in, and God laid them away for the rapture. Hallelujah. Just read this then before I close. Amen. Okay, this one. In the message, what is the Holy Ghost? What is the Holy Ghost? Amen. Paragraph 62. Paragraph 62. It says we could go into the details of that and break that, that down. How when it makes intercession for our ignorance? Sometimes the Holy Spirit is there to make advocate for us. He's an our advocate. He stands there. He's our attorney. He stands there and pleads for us. We don't plead for ourselves because the the Holy Ghost in us pleads for us. The Holy Spirit giving utterance, sometimes with words you can't understand. He makes intercession for us. That's what the Holy Ghost is, and that is what it is. Four. is to be our advocate. Amen. I'm just rushing through a few notes and then we are closing now. Just looking for this last one here. Paragraph ninety two. Paragraph ninety two. He says now Amen. Do you still believe that Messi is still here? Hallelujah. Or do you think Mess is over? Hallelujah. I still believe Mess is here. Still, the door is still open. You still can come in. Now, the prophet said, okay. now. This is the day of mercy. Let's go back in the Old Testament just a little and find out what mercy is. God on back see what happened to this throne. This throne of course is the judgment seat. And the reason today that there is mercy is because the the mercy seat is is sprinkled with an atonement blood. And as long as the blood is on the judgment seat, then it is not a judgment anymore. It's messy. Because something died to stay Judgment. As long as blood is on the messy seat showed that something died to hold judgment back. When the church is raptured, this is critical now. When the church is raptured, then the messy seat becomes the judgment seat. As long as the church has not raptured, <inaudible> the mercy seed is still the mercy seed. <inaudible> but, but when <inaudible> the <inaudible> church is raptured, <rub-chat, inaudible> then the mercy seed becomes a judgment <inaudible> seat. <inaudible> and in <inaudible> your hearts this morning, <inaudible> let it not be a judgment seat. <inaudible> let it be a mercy seat. <inaudible> Look at another sinner <inaudible> and remember how you were forgiven <inaudible> and extend what you have been given <inaudible> in the <inaudible> And people are judgmental. People are writing each other off. But in the end time, we need the bright members that can move around with the mercy seat. Do you know that forgiveness is one of the attributes that makes you to act like God? The devil can never forgive. God can only forgive. And if, even his children, because they are like him, they forgive like their father. Every time you are given an opportunity to forgive, that means you are given an opportunity to act like God. My brother, I forgive you. That is a godly statement. We together this morning, that means as we move around, let us be patient with one another. In this ministry, either you are going to heaven or helping another one to go to heaven. And in every action... It sends on a that you take does it take me to heaven or does it help somebody to go to heaven that's, that's what every bread member must be obsessed with because why it's a messy seat brother Brennan meets a brother in the book of adoption he says to the brother I've not seen brother so and so for a while in church brother, that brother said Ah, that man is a rascal. If I was you, um, I, would I would forget about him. What was happening there? A- this a- man a- did not have a message. Brother Branham says, a- as a- long as he's in my brother, a- and as long as I've got breath in me, a- then a- I will go after my brother. A- what was that? A- it was the same spirit that was in Abraham. A- that could go after Lord. A- until the no, uttermost. Not. A believer will go after another believer. Because what? They've got a message in. are you, sir? Are you with me today? Hey, Today I see a lot of people. They're stepping each other on the necks. It's because of what they contain. Because when you've got the mercy seat, then it humbles you. Because from the mercy seat, lose forgiveness. From the mercy seat, lose a Has anybody ever seen a being exhausted? There's never been a sin that can exhaust. And when a human being becomes full of God, you can never exhaust a double love in them because that message is in you we can give it a,
1: m- many names
0: brother, brother Branham calls it the Holy Ghost brother Branham calls it the deity brother Branham calls it the token it is in you as a believer and it is what, Amen. God in you. It's what God recognizes in you it is what God recognizes in you hope we are together <laughs> The difference between Cain and Abel, it was not just the sacrifice, but it was what lay on their hearts. And this morning we say, on the altar of my heart, and the altar which is my heart, what lays there. And that's what God will recognize. May God richly bless you. <laughs> Just give us a worshiping song. We can stand to our feet. We
1: bless your name, almighty God. We bow before your Lord. We bless your name, Almighty God. We bow before. (laughs)
2: Amazoa com o gutaço, amazoa com a caia, com o longo leito de show, Sibonga was Ubangulu to Tandigao. Oh, my Slado Saco, Gulungulo to Tandigao, Sim Seco, Nala, Gulungulo to Tandigao, Sene, Lela, what is Bissan and now, and Gulungulo to Tandigao. See as it over in Gulungulo to Tandigao, Naglemin, and Gulungulo to Tandigao, Sbonga and Lela, Gulungulo to Tandigao, Standing Ayo, Gulungulo to Tandigao, Lesses Cats of Gulungulo to Tandiga, um, Liazo, also Tandigao, the one house, Kipile, Shaba, Peta Tecon and Gulguru to to Tandy House, to Tandy House, Wong, Sapuma to Sia to to isn't Simema Sick dinner and go
0: Just a few, just three times there. a day, I didn't know that we've got a baratona, even the, the windows were vibrating last week. You know, I this in a baratona, as well as my wind, because it is, see what I say. Amen.
1: You'll you'll
0: join in, the brothers can sing. Amen. Oh, so our conductors, brother, Vino here. <laughs> hey, brothers, we are being sabotaged here. All right. Let's start with the brother's